Hello, you're listening to your favorite podcast, Not Another Sports Podcast. And before we start our episode, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all the fans who've been supporting us to this time. And if you're a new fan or just now listening, uh, make sure you subscribe and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Not Another Sports Podcast and at Twitter, N underscore A underscore S underscore Podcast. Now enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, not another sports podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon, and make sure you follow me on all social media at Rob Was There. And I'm here with my co-hosts, Kevin and Jordan. Yeah, what's up? This is Kevin. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at ViceCity underscore Kevo and also Sean Kevo. Yeah, and this is Jordan. You can follow me on Twitter at this underscore guy 11 and on Instagram at underscore this guy 11. Uh, yeah, uh, this episode is going to be more of a basketball geared episode um we're about halfway through the a little bit more than halfway through the uh, nba season we're at the all-star break now um i think the first half hasn't really been a surprise to well for me personally um i feel like the lakers are doing what they they're the number one seed in the west so they're doing what they got to do the clippers low managing um i mean we've been saying it um pretty much every episode the west is really gonna come down to those two teams but how, how y'all feel about the first half for the NBA season? Um, well, I feel like the NBA is going pretty much like you said. It's going as planned. There's a few teams that you had thought would be more competitive than where they are now. But let's see how how they fare in the second half of the season, like a Portland or so, like a Philadelphia. Um, Portland made it to the Western Conference Finals right last year. And right now they're battling for an eighth place seed. And that's just a testament to how tough the West is right now. If you look at the top 10 teams in the West from 1 to 10, all of those teams are really competitive and have a star on their team that you can point at or look at their coaching and see why they're at where they're at. And in the East, everything is going pretty much how everyone expected it. The first six teams in the East is probably who you thought about when you thought about the East. Um, the Nets, are, Nets look like the Nets without KD. Um, the Pacers look like the Pacers of last year. Now they got Victor Oladipo back, and they're going to find their stride in the second half. The Sixers are the best team at home and one of the worst teams on the road, and that's just them trying to figure out their roster, trying to figure out the pieces and lineups that they need to do. But overall, the the league is looking exactly like I thought it would be. Um, Utah is looking dominant like I thought they would be. The Rockets are the highlight show in the regular season that we thought they would be. Um, I do feel like the West is going to come down to the Lakers and Clippers, but with the Clippers low managing, I do believe that if they find themselves in a a second round matchup with the Nuggets, Rockets, or Utah, they can definitely be beaten. No matter how anybody put it to me, they could definitely be beaten by one of those teams if you catch those teams at the right moment. Because no one thought Portland was going to make it to the Western Cups Finals. And they caught every single team at the right moment and did them did them right. So, I feel like you can't do that with the Lakers, mostly because of their size. The only team that can really catch up to them is the Clippers. But if the Clippers, again, find themselves in a situation where they have to face one of those teams that's not a pushover, like everybody keep making it to be, then they might have some trouble. And in the East, I think it's going to come down to either Philly um, no matter what you're saying from Philly right now, they're still the best team at home. They're still performing well. They're still a team that's going to be 
a tough out in the playoffs due to the simple fact of Ben Simmons. Um, no, he don't have a jump shot or a three-point shot, but he can attack the game on all phases. He's an elite defensive player. His offensive game is lacking the jumper, but he can definitely get to the goal at will and get to the free throw line. Joel Embiid is still a monster, and I feel like they still have a team that can shut down Giannis when it gets all to it in the playoffs, and they have a team that can probably shut down the Heat, all that scoring, if, if they come together on the defensive end. But I think it's going to come down to Miami, Philadelphia, and Milwaukee in the East. But so far, the, the NBA has had a lot more parity without Cleveland and Golden State killing the conference. And it's been a lot more fun to watch because there's less stars on teams and more paired all-stars and superstars. So it's been fun to watch. And it's it's been so much fun that the MVP race haven't been the topic of discussion like the previous seasons. Everybody knew it was going to be Cleveland and the Warriors. And it's just been the MVP talk that's mm-hmm. riding the wave all season. But now it's not even that. Like the MVP talk right now is, either, you know, Giannis, LeBron, James Harden, Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic kind of fell off. Person. And uh huh. I say this one person. It's just Giannis. I don't believe that he's running away with it. I really do feel like LeBron deserves more recognition when it comes to MVP. When it's looking at the most valuable for your team, looking at the placement yeah. of your team. AD is not the reason the Lakers are why the Lakers are the reason they're the number one seed. LeBron definitely being the leader and the player he is and also making it his objective to make AD a force in that team is the reason AD is flourishing and the reason the Lakers are number one seed. I feel like LeBron should definitely get more credit to that. Then, you know, Giannis, yes, Giannis' numbers now look better than his MVP year before. And yes, they have the best record in the league right now. And yes, they're looking mighty dominant. But Giannis still haven't had, and yes, Giannis is shooting the three more a little bit. But when you look at it overall, I feel like that's just the pieces put around Giannis. Giannis been the player that he is and the pieces around him has really helped that team flourish. And also for the simple fact that LeBron's not at Cleveland no more. And they're the dominant team in the weaker conference. Now, everybody was talking about like the LeBron. Uh, he's dominating the East. He's dominating the East. Then he go to the West, and now he's dominating the West. And now all of a sudden, nobody want to give him that recognition that he's dominating the West right now. And he's single-handedly, like, still being LeBron. Like, still got the notoriety. Still got the fan base. Still captivating the fans in the league. Like, LeBron is still that dude. And I feel like he definitely should get more consideration for the MVP. I don't think Giannis is running away with it. For someone who's in, in year 16, age 35, leading the league in assists, averaging 25 points per game, nearly averaging a triple-double on the Showtime Lakers, is something to definitely consider. And that the Lakers finish the number one seed after all the hype with the Clippers and playing a tougher schedule and a tougher conference, I, I definitely feel like you should definitely give that to LeBron. LeBron's been the MVP of the league for the past 10 years. They just can't give it to him mm-hmm. every year. But this year in particular, he definitely should get it. And I won't be mad if Giannis get it because Giannis is playing like an MVP. But at this moment, for doing the most, if you're looking at the most valuable player, it's LeBron and the Lakers because you take LeBron off the Lakers they're not making the playoffs you take Giannis off the Bucks in the East they're still making the playoffs in the East East, they're still making the playoffs and in the West they're still an 8th to 10th place seed so 
You take Giannis off the Bucks, there's no no difference from them in the in the Grizzlies or the Pelicans. Yeah, they got shooters. They got a and they well coach. Right. So it's not. I'm not saying like Giannis is uh, scrub. I'm not saying that by any means. I'm just looking at the players they have without Giannis and the coach. You, you put them on the West, they can definitely pull a Clippers type move like last year. And they could definitely have the same record the Grizzly have. Come on now. Nobody in the eighth place see right now have 30 wins. They like 25 and 26, 26 and 27. Okay. So I could definitely see the Bucks they'll do being that way. So the MVP to me is definitely LeBron. Um <clears throat> This has been an interesting first half. Um I haven't really watched for real, for real. I'm it's just boring without Steph, KD, Clay. Um, D-Wade. Yeah, it's missing a it's lot. Like it's, <laughs> all of my favorite players are either hurt or retired, so I'm I'm just picking spots to watch. I watched that um that Lakers, I mean not the Lakers, the Clippers um Celtics game the other night. That was a good game. Celt- oh, like I forgot a, um, about the Celtics. Celtics are on their way as well. I'm sorry, right. the four teams in the East. Yeah, I, I feel like. If they can find a way to put it all together in the playoffs, I think they can be a, a tough out. Um, they could get to the finals. I feel like, yeah, like everybody's been saying, this season has played out exactly how I thought it would. Like, it's been the Lakers and the Clippers. Nobody else really matters. The Bucks are a good story. I can see them winning the finals, but I don't know. I just don't know if they have enough yet, really. You, you have a, but I wouldn't be like shocked if they won the finals. It wouldn't be like the Raptors last see, year. See, the thing about it is, the Bucks get to the finals no matter if they play the Lakers or they play the um, the Clippers. Both teams have someone they could put on Giannis, and everybody else you you're not really worried about. I mean, you're so, not like, wrong. So I, like, I won't be shocked if they win because Giannis is just Giannis and he right. has that ability. But do I expect them to beat a Clippers or a Lakers team? No, not just because of the bodies they could throw at them. And, well, and I can't even explain down in the playoffs, right? because they have bodies to throw at them. Exactly. If you got bodies to throw at Giannis, you probably have a chance to win. And then that's why I still don't even give the Bucks the biggest chance to win them East because of the fact that Philly has the bodies to throw at at the Bucks and Joel and B can shut down Giannis. See to that point, they would I, have to be the number one seed, because they cannot play away. From all they have, all they have to do is steal a game. They steal a game and get it back into Philadelphia. That's a big, that's a big tall task. They, I don't, I don't think that's a tall task because they was a, they was a game seven, hell of a shot miracle by Kawhi Leonard of going to the finals. They beat the Raptors last year. They go into the finals automatically. I mean, again, so but. like, and then we we got to take in consideration Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid together playing at their full potential can outmax Giannis by himself any day, all day, because mm-hmm. both of them have the size to shut down Giannis, have the drive to shut down Giannis, and Joel Embiid offensively can do the same thing Giannis can do, and Giannis can't guard both of them. You're not wrong, but they both are not playing up to their full potential, which is why I'm not going to pick them at all. I'm not like, calling them out. I'm right. not saying they are. I'm just saying I'm not. I am. I'm not like. Until. I'm not think. I'm still holding on that they can do it because they showed, they showed that they can do it last year in the playoffs. It just took a, a fabulous shot by Kawhi Leonard to end them. No, nah, they done. Bro. They don't. They don't have. They and I think it's more of the coaching. Rose, but 
Yeah, right. I, I think it's more of the coaching than the talent. The, the coach is not yeah. getting the best out of them. They need to, whatever it is, they need to figure it out. And it's not going to happen this year because they're not playing up to their potential. Ben Simmons refuses to learn how to shoot. Joel Embiid thinks he's, uh, I don't know, they play like they're opposites. Like they do. Ben Simmons wants to be Joel Embiid, and Joel Embiid wants to be Ben Simmons. So, I don't know. Until they figure that out, I'm not I'm not buying any Philly stock. It's just the Bucks, the Celtics, and the team that I said at the beginning of the year that could go to the finals, the Heat. We are playing real well. We're fourth in the um, East, but... I mean, who really cares? Like, if we can find a way, really, as long as we can find a way to get the third seed, avoid the Bucks until the uh, Eastern Conference Finals, we'll be fine. I think, I think we have what it takes to beat them. I just don't. Got the size, got the right. coaching, got the shooting ability. Right. We're straight on all aspect, uh, all aspects of the game. Right. We just need to put it all together at the right time. Experience is the only thing that will probably kill us. Right. But um, other than that, I really don't see anything stopping us from making it. Um, There's really nobody else to talk about in the East. It's it's really just been a... I don't know. I just am looking forward to the playoffs. I'm... Like I've said at the beginning of the season, Kevin has all this faith in all these Western Conference teams. I have zero faith. I do. It's going to be the Lakers and the Clippers at the end of the day. I do. The Rockets. It has more parity now. I mean, yeah. For and the regular season. It has more parity. And the fact that I'm not necessarily disagreeing with any takes that you have about when it, not, when it boils down to being the Lakers and Clippers. I'm just looking at it from a different. I'm just keep. I'm just looking at it from a. Like an analytical perspective on all phases, like there is a chance. There's always a chance that I mean, these yeah. teams can catch these teams at the wrong moment, and there is a chance that James Harden and Russell Westbrook don't go to the playoffs and choke. There is a chance. chance. Is it? Huh? High chance. Is, is yeah, it? No matter. No matter how. No matter how you put it, you still have a chance that they can go into this because you never know until you know. I mean, so yeah, like, there but is there's a also the chance that I can walk outside and get struck by lightning. There's also a chance that I could go to the gas station and get a win the lottery ticket. But see that, but that those chances, those chances time. are lower than are they? the chances. I do, I do feel that way because of the simple fact that we, I'm not discrediting the type of players that these players that they are on these teams. Like the Nuggets are a really good team cohesively. They have the size, they have the skill, they have the ability. Denver is a tough place to play in the playoffs. It's a tough place to play in general. So if you catch, if if Denver is fought. Fo- um, firing on all cylinders and playing to their potential, Denver can beat anybody. If the Jazz are playing to their full potential, the Jazz can beat anybody. If the Rockets are shooting lights out, it doesn't matter who you put in front of them. You will not beat them unless you're playing your top-notch game. Now, if there is a chance the Rockets with this small ball lineup can go into the playoffs rolling and James Harden is going crazy from three. Russell Westbrook is pushing the pace. Um, Robert Coverton is shooting the three. P.J. Tucker is, you know, the smallest center in the league but going crazy with his toughness and shooting the corner three. Eric Gordon dropping. Like, that can happen. And if that happens, Rock the Rockets is going to be a really tough team to beat. And really, when you think about it, all they have to do is steal a couple of games on the road against a Clippers team and then go home. And then you, when you go home in the playoffs, everything is different. 
You never know. know. Same thing with Denver. Same, <laughs> but see, home game for that's Rutgers. because they wasn't shooting. They they Damn. didn't. I'm saying like if they catch fire shooting, they would be hard. The Rockets, I mean, the Jazz are stout defensively and offensively. They have shooters. They have people that can. They have a defensive player of the year candidate for the past four years. He's. They have a really well coached. Um, Utah is another tough place to play. They added Jordan Clarkson to um to their lineup, and I mean a lot of people will laugh how high Jordan Clarkson. But if you look at the numbers, it's all I think no NBA no NBA player is trash. It's all about circumstances, situations that they're put in. Now Jordan Clarkson wasn't showing up with Cleveland. Now you add him to Utah, you check the numbers. This man is consistently getting 20 points a game. Like he's really been a dog for them. Now he's taking the pressure off Mike Conley, taking the pressure off Donovan Mitchell, taking the pressure off Bogdan. I can always get his name wrong. But now you got someone who could come in in the second half and on the bench and run your offense fluently and still keep you afloat. Somewhat, somewhat of what the Lakers are searching for. So, like, if you catch these teams at the right moment, they and they firing on all cylinders, I feel like there's only one team that can really withstand all of that, and that's the Lakers. Because overall, their team can match up with every other team in the West and handle them. The only team they will have problems with is the Clippers. And But the Clippers match more to the Lakers than they do the rest of the league. That's why I feel like if the Clippers do this low management stuff and fall into the fourth place seed and they end up having to play a Utah, a Denver, or a Houston in the second round, it would be harder for them to make it through. And if, if they're they the do, fourth seed, they would play the Lakers. In the second round? Yeah. So, I mean, that makes it even worse for them, I believe. I feel like that's that's not a good matchup for them right then at that very moment. Now, if they make it to the third seed, they would end up having to play like Denver, Utah, or the Rockets. Either way, I feel like the Clippers need to try to put, make that push for that second seed. I don't know. So you you played sports, right? Yes. So you've had coaches, right? Yes. So I'm more than sure you've heard the phrase, you are what you repeatedly do, correct? Yes. So what does James Harden repeatedly mm-hmm. do in the playoffs? What does Russell Westbrook repeatedly do in the playoffs? What Choke. do the Jazz repeatedly do in the playoffs? What do the Nuggets repeatedly do in the playoffs? What do the uh, what do the Sixers repeatedly do in the playoffs? What about Portland? What about um? What about Boston? What about other than last year with Kawhi the Raptors? What about um? What about the Bucks? Hmm. See what I'm getting here? I mean, I'm not disagreeing. Like, I'm just saying you just don't know until you know because we said that not me personally, but a lot of people said that for the first ten years of LeBron's career, he's not gonna win a championship. He's not gonna win a championship. You go to Miami and win a cha- couple championships, I mean, and then now he's been on the finals nine straight years after that. I mean, so it's like you you right. don't know until it happens. Once that moment happens, all it takes is one time for that to happen. People was giving up on Steph Curry, but when he got that forty million dollar contract, everybody was like. You giving you ex- signing him into extension forty millions and this the dude with noodle ankles, like I mean, this the dude who can't story, he man. can't walk straight. He hurt every day, I mean, and then you give him that money. Then all of a sudden he's the he went two MVPs in a row, first unanimous MVP, went to five straight finals. The reason KD came to the Golden State, the face of the league, the best shooter of all time, with the second greatest shooter. We're gonna all have time. to have that conversation like, next year. What? That's all I'm gonna say. We just gonna have, yes, we're gonna have to have that conversation next. You year. do know they're in a perfect position. I, all I'm gonna say is we're gonna have, to have that conversation next. There's year. no conversation next year. They're gonna be a top three team in the West next year. 
They're getting Clay back. They're getting Steph back. They got Andrew Wiggins. They're they going to flip him they and the number make, one pick. They have they flip him. Get somebody like Joel Embiid because they're talking about either getting Joel Embiid or Giannis. So, they're getting, so if they get Joel Embiid, nobody can say nothing. They're going back to the finals. They have Joel Embiid still going. I mean, but he don't said, need to play the whole season when with Boogie, them. When Boogie came to them, oh, he doesn't need to be healthy the whole season. Just get him in February. Put him at but the then end he got of the hurt. Season. Like that's okay. My, that's that, my that, point. Joel, Joel Embiid is Joel Embiid invincible. Joel Embiid can't get hurt. Only person that's invincible that was invincible for their whole career was LeBron. Okay, then that's my point. So you can't just say they're a wrap and a lock to go back to the finals just because they definitely gonna be a top three seed next year. Maybe not. No, maybe it is. Okay, I think you discredit. Yeah, you said you said the same thing when LeBron got to LA and look how that happened. Oh, LeBron got hurt. So then why do we keep keep that that saying? Because anything can happen. Obviously, anything can happen. So let's just have that conversation next year instead of talking about it now. But we know they're gonna be good. Do we? Yeah. Steph not good. When he's healthy, yes. Clay not good. When he's healthy, yes. So Draymond don't play at his best when they I'm in. I'm not having that conversation. Draymond right don't now. play at his best when they in. We already at 20 minutes. Draymond, I'm not that Draymond don't right play now. at his best when Clay and Steph is in. We talking about the first half of the Dr- season. Exactly. Draymond, I'm gonna ask Brandon. Someone gonna answer the question. Draymond do not play at his best when Steph and Clay is in the lineup. Okay. I mean, do, do they not have they, a coach that got like rings for days that he could put on every single piece of his body? Granted, some. Some of his rings as a coach was Mark Jackson rings. Yeah, but coach. he got him there, and, and he and he ain't messed it up. He, I mean, he ain't messed it up. I mean, he got he got him there he, without KD. He, he put his suit on. He won it without KD. He tied his shoes tight enough. I, I pretty much said they don't call plays. All I'm saying is, once I mean, this team is back, shoot, once he this got team, them there. If we want to do that, he threw plays. Once this team gets healthy again, they're right back in the situation where they was last year. Because they're gonna flip Andrew Wiggins. They got a number one pick. They're gonna get a probably top three pick. You're gonna flip that. You'll probably get LaMelo. I'll probably get um I forget forget his name from um Memphis. Um they might keep him. Mm. Depending on how he really looked in the workouts and stuff. But they probably flip him and flip him and they draft uh, pick and Andrew Wiggins. And um or flip LaMelo. And be right back in the situation where they can go right back to the finals. Because right. all they missing is a big man or a forward. And, and Andrew Wiggins is not that dude. I feel like he would. I feel like if Steph healthy and Clay healthy and Andrew Wiggins, they 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 could probably still be a top four team in the West. But Maybe. I feel like in the in the playoffs, Andrew Wiggins will become that Harrison Barnes that they would that they do not want no more. Harrison so, Barnes is the reason they went past Exactly, because he went out there clunking threes. Not even, they like, breaking, clunking. All he had to do was play defense. I said it during the finals. He was giving his spot away to KD. And he did. But but I do feel like they would be back. Like, I don't think, feel like we... That, Jordan has a tendency to dis, just discredit folks. Like he just like he just be like ah uh, I'm just saying I know I, they got all stars and people that's just, gonna be legends in this I'm just league. In a wait and see, I'm just in a wait and see mentality. I'm not here to say they gonna do it because you said the exact same thing and look how it happened. I'm oh, just they saying. got hurt. That's just, not. A, I'm just I mean, saying, it's, like they it's in valid. Prime, they in but prime position. Okay, they, they are in prime position on paper and a healthy a healthy Steph and Clay 
on the same team is still better than anything the league got going on right now. All right, we'll see. They, a healthy Stephen Clay is still competitive with a Kawhi and PG. It's still competitive with a LeBron AD. Definitely competitive to a Luka Kristaps. Definitely competitive to just a Giannis. Definitely competitive to a Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. People will fear them again, just like they feared them before. So then, if they Who don't get to that same Who position, who in the Clippers matchup? That's what I'm confused about. In the Lakers, Clippers, Steph can't guard nobody, and that's why they will flip Andrew Wiggins for another key forward or a nobody key center. Nobody plays defense in the NBA, though. Clay do. Well, yeah. Clay, Clay, and Draymond do. Steph don't need to play defense Man, because of the team. Some Draymond, I just respect him. I'm not saying he's not no superstar, but Man, Draymond gonna come back and be Dennis Rodman. Then, then I, then I say the NBA is about fits, positions, yep. and being in the right said. circumstance. Jordan Clarkson, they got like Draymond. They got if you uh, piston defense. So Draymond, in the can. so Draymond Green wasn't looking elite when Steph and Clay was there because they allowed him to. You see Draymond this year. You sound like, he sound like Charles Barkley. He sound just like Charles Barkley. <laughs> what what do you say you averaged a triple single? <laughs> <laughs> Draymond performs well when he has the pieces around him. Most yeah. players perform well when they have the pieces around him. Now Draymond, you're not finna tell Draymond be the leader of the team, take us there, right. score thirty points. I no. mean until now when he Stephen, get the ball off a rebound and he tried to dribble it up, then he gonna be the leader that was, of the team. That, that was beef. That was beef. That wasn't I'm pretty sure Draymond didn't get the ball. I was like, Yeah, man, I'm finna dribble down the court and score over two people. He's dribbled and was like, nah, screw KD. This boy don't even wanna be here. And then as soon as he got to the as soon as he got to the sidelines, you a B word. You are already halfway in, halfway out. Da, da, da. You ain't with us. Like that was personal. That wasn't no basketball play. Draymond Green, no, he a butterball. He don't need to be dribbling the ball up the court, trying to sauce everybody. Okay up. then. So why are you putting all this extra emphasis on Draymond coming back? Then man said didn't Draymond just, gonna be. Didn't I just Zion say? Plus didn't I just Davis. say he gonna have his Clef, Clef, I mean Clay and Steph. He's gonna be able to be the point forward again. He's gonna. He's gonna. He can dribble the ball up court. He can, can allow. He, he doesn't he need to. If he he can run the How offense many, and. What he gonna do on defense? I'm I'm talking purely basketball knowledge. He can run the offense, which will allow Steph and Clay to run off screens, run off pick and rolls, catch the ball, shoot. That's his god job. Stop right hating now, on Draymond. Exactly. Derrick Rose ain't no bona fide three point yeah. shooter, but definitely get his. <laughs> I give you Derrick Rose now a little bit, but Rajon Rondo doesn't count. The game has completely changed since then. For better like or worse. If Rondo came out now, he still would be. No. Yeah. No. No. Man, he's a facilitator. You don't have to shoot. Mm. On his team, he do. He the reason. Well, he the now. reason. He the reason that the Lakers searching. So desperately for another playmaker. Exactly. He, because he can't, he can't shoot. shoot. Granted, That's they the need to get more why. minutes to Alex Caruso. Like, yeah, Rondo has that's always been his scouting report. Rondo can't shoot. But I mean they just need to get more minutes. To me personally, they just need to get more minutes to Alex Caruso. Then again, I think Rondo why, they picked up Rondo to be a mentor to Lonzo and then he got traded, so Yeah. Mm-hmm. That wasn't it.
Yo, if you liking what you're hearing on Not Another Sports Podcast, make sure you follow us on all social media. Not Another Sports Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And on Twitter is N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support. Make sure you continue to stay up tuned and update with everything Not Another Sports Podcast. Now back to our show. Welcome back. Since it's All-Star Weekend, why not make a segment about the All-Star break? So uh, first we're going to talk about, it's three days, right? Friday, Saturday, and then the All-Star game Sunday. Yep. Um, Friday they started with the, basically the uh, future game, the world versus U.S. game. Yep. It was really uh, open gym, pretty much. That's how all the games are, except for the celebrity game. Celebrity game looks like a middle school game. <laughs> But, um, I didn't even watch it. I saw the replay at like three o'clock in the morning. But um, yeah, I feel like uh, I like my boy Trey Young, even though he can't play defense. Um, yeah, they're pulling, getting his Steph Curry on. Um, ja Morant out there uh, dunking on whoever in the lane at the time. So yeah, how y'all feel about the All Star Weekend so far? Um, it was good. I've had the <clears throat> I had the Futures game on. The um, I was really just watching to see what Trey Young would do, how they would work with Zion. Um, really, I saw I like John Morant. I wanted to see if they could throw a oop to him. Um, Colin Sexton, I don't really get to watch him anymore out of Alabama. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. But um, other than that, it was pretty cool. I like I like watching Luca. The half-court shot he made right before the end of the half was nice. Um, it was nice to see both of them together, Luca and Trey, because of the trade that happened draft night. So, um, of course, they always going to play that up. Um, but it was it was really nice the league there are a lot of young stars in the league it doesn't look like it was in a, a couple of years ago where the stars that were coming out they like you knew who they were but they they weren't that good like they had a name but they didn't have the game to match it and so like this year it was a little bit different i was actually looking forward to it when i first saw the roster um the dunk contest was cool. I feel like I don't feel Aaron like Gordon got cheated. That's how I feel. I don't feel like he was robbed. I feel like if anything, right? Like if anything, it should have been a tie. Like I, I don't feel like Derrick Jones Jr. didn't deserve to win. So, like, and everybody's saying that he jumped over Taco. He didn't jump over him. He he fell on his neck. Mm. Um, Nate Robinson jumping over Dwight right. Howard is five. Like, right, that, that's, that's the type of stuff. That's different. That's some. That's some. That's some five stuff. Exactly. Five it's, six jumping over someone six eleven and clearing him. Exactly. Not six ten jumping over someone seven five and not clearing him. Like, exactly. That's that's the difference. That I, like I don't I don't feel like he should have lost. I feel like if anything they should have went. Like they should have kept it at the round before like they should have just voted from there but um i feel like 
Derrick Jones Jr. actually deserved it. He did a 360, like, not a 360. He jumped over somebody. Like, the person he was jumping over threw it off the backboard, and he jumped over them and threw it between his legs. I feel like after that, you should win. Like that, that, to me, was the dunk of the night. Um, I feel like the three-point contest was cool. I feel like Trey Young definitely didn't perform like I thought he would. But I didn't really... Right. He he looked like he was trying to be too cool. He was trying to shoot too slow. He didn't pace himself. The the um, It looked like the, the logo shots that they added, he didn't take that serious. Um, I feel like... But everybody else, like Devin Booker, Buddy Hill, I can't remember who else went off, but it was a lot of people that scored in the t- high 20s. Um, I so. forgot his name from Washington. Right. Dude Buddy Washington. from Washington, the dude from the Heat, had a pretty Dunson. good... Like if he, Mike Dunson. Right. Mike if, Dunson went crazy, too. If he would have played any other year, he probably would have won. But, like, it was just that year. Like, they went off. But And, um, and Trey Young defense, though, he, had, he did have to... He is going to have to participate all three nights, though. He probably was pacing himself for the actual game. I mean, yeah, that's true. But I feel like that's what everybody wanted him to see the most. Nobody really cares about him in the All-Star game. Nobody cares about him in the Rising Stars game. They cared about him in the three-point contest. So, I mean, I feel like I was kind of let down a little bit. But I kind of went in expecting that the people that I wanted to win weren't going to win. Like... But those I said are spot it was, up shooters. People like Trey and Steph, their game, they spot up shooters, but that's not their game. Their game is dribbling up the court, stopping 30 feet, pulling that thing. Right. Like running off a screen, grabbing it, pulling yeah. it. Like yeah. they D-Wade, standing still type thing. That's not they that's not they specialty specialty. Yeah, D Wade made that point before the the event started. Like he said Trey Young might struggle with a um, logo shot because he's more used to pulling up than just catching it and shooting it, which makes sense. He didn't even catch it. He took it off a rack and then had to pull it up type thing. Right. And like, attacking the rim at from a different angle. Yeah. Exactly. Like, that's that's kind of farther than most people expect. He's, he's putting it with more of, a, like, legs, legs into it. It's not really <clears throat> a jump shot for him normally in a regular game. But in this game, it, it had to be a shot jump shot so I can see why he struggled with that but Devin Booker is more of an older shooter he's more used to this type of his shot was event. right he he looked more ready to be there plus he had a chip on his shoulder with not making it so there's that um the skill event I remember going into it saying that I believe that Bam was gonna win like I didn't say it biased wise. I just said like, yeah, we going he's gonna win. He's I've seen him play. Like he's he's a real deal. He can he showed that he can shoot. So that's gonna be something that can be scary going into the future. So um, really, all the big men look good in that event. Like every like the first couple of rounds, the big man won. So actually, I think the whole event, mm-hmm. the bigger man won. Because there was a bonus in. It was a bonus in um, Bam in the finals. Right. Yeah. Dang, so, man. I boycotted the uh, skill challenge because my boy Derrick Rose uh, decided to sit out. Yeah. Hey, man. Hey, man. He's trying that to give it to Derrick somebody Rose else. Fan, and I hate that he had those. Me and I, I feel like Chicago will have, have at least one championship by now. 
I mean, I feel I like he should have. I feel they, like he would. They, they was giving it to the. Um, maybe when the, the heat, heat broke up, that year the Heat broke up, maybe he could have won it that year. That it, series he played in, he got, he just got hurt. Like maybe I don't know. They wasn't gonna beat the Heat even with their roles at full strength. I don't feel they like they had Jimmy Butler too. I don't know if they would have beat the Spurs. I I don't know if they would have beat the Spurs. I they might have beat the Thunder that year. Yeah, but they wasn't gonna beat. They wasn't gonna beat no Spurs, and they definitely wasn't gonna beat the Heat. They might have beat the, the Warriors. They probably would have beat the Mavericks that year in eleven. In eleven, but they weren't built that way in eleven. Yeah, it was the it was the Pacers that was the team to beat us. Right. But well, um, I take all that to say, shout out Derrick Rose. Yeah, shout out Derrick Rose. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a nice addition for the um, Chicago scenery. All right. My take on the All-Star Weekend, it's been pretty entertaining. The um, Rising Star game was actually pretty fun to watch. Um, shows that, you know, Luka Doncic is making a name for himself and stuff like that. But the USA is where the best basketball player is at. I mean, yeah, the game is with international. We got five players in the league overseas and stuff like that. But all the talent is here in the States. Like, And it showed. It showed in the... Um, in the rise and start game, like, the game wasn't even close, and they wasn't even playing hard. Like the game wasn't even close. I mean, it was close the first half, but that was really because they weren't playing for it. Like yeah. you said, like once, like once they started once the playing, US started playing for real, for real. It was like, I mean, I get it. I get what you're saying. It was closer on TV than it was in the actual game. Yeah, like they had no shot. Right, like Luca, mm-hmm. Luca would have to play like he was playing with them. Like Luca would have to play like he was playing a regular game in order for them to win that game. Like if, like if Luca would have like what's that? I'm playing for real. The game probably would have been closer than what it was because I think he single handedly could have kept them in there. They were playing for real at the beginning, and like, then once once the once, whole yeah the the world was playing for real and the uh, <clears throat> U.S. was playing around. And about halftime, they was like, "All right, y'all got it. Y'all want to play for real? We'll play for real." And that's when it, that's when it, like you, you can tell the the sep- I mean the uh, talent gap. Uh, three point contest was the most entertaining. Um, I'm not a big fan of the dunk contest. Like these dunks, everybody act like they never seen before. Something and Jordan, Jordan said he never seen a dunk by Derrick Jones Jr. I didn't. I, I seen he, that. I mean, <laughs> where like, he jumped over him. Go to go to the go to go to an one contest or go to the streets. You'll see, you'll see dudes doing these weird spontaneous. See, I'm talking about in the dunk contest. Like, I'm talking about like in front of people. I feel like the dunk contest is boring. Since the dunk contest started, dunks was getting recycled ten years later. Long, like I said, the last the last round was a recycled dunk. He yeah. dunked from the free throw line. Well, and Eric Gordon kept doing the same the dunk, jump, line. pulling it off somebody's head and doing under legs type thing. He kept doing the same dunk to me. Like it wasn't spontaneous or nothing like that. It's I'm no, not, may call I me mean, a hater well, or something like that because I don't even think the I, the infamous Michael Jordan dunk was was that fire. Then when I found out this year that he missed the first dunk, it made it even not it made it more not fire. Like he, he didn't even make the first dunk, so it's like. When he jumped from the free throw, yeah, he, like they won't tell you Man, that he, yeah, they won't tell you that he missed the dunk. Who cares? I mm-hmm. care because it's like you, you tried something, you missed it, and then you had to do it again. 
I take points off of that. And then, you like, when you hater, man. come on, Rob, come on, Rob, it's just, it's just my boy, just not. Not. I take off points for uh, Miss Dunks. So I heard him take one off of a goat. I'll do that anyway. Like, that it's just said, not that far when you missed it. Uh, I, I do oh, that Miami, anyway. Miami local native. That man, Kevin Parker, in the building. <laughs> no, it's just, no, it's just not, it's just not that. I'm just not a big proponent of the dunk contest. I, I'm in favor of taking that out and adding the one-on-one contest. You know, Russell Westbrook is not in favor of it. He said it's it's basketball is a team sport, and it's, I don't see nothing out of it. Like everybody know, if you hoop, the best thing growing up and everything, and even now, if you a hooper and you go to the court, your first thing is play me one-on-one. I'm not like yeah. show show me what you got. I wouldn't say take it out. I wouldn't say take out the dunk contest, but I would say add the one-on-one competition. You can replace. Then they they had the little um, the the team event where they um, <clears throat> where they did the celebrity thing yeah, and the, old yeah I, yeah I, where I, they had four different spots shooting. Yeah, we could do that, but I don't I don't agree with taking out the dunk contest. I would keep it in because I mean there are still good dunks. There are people that enjoy it. I, but I do agree that a one-on-one competition would be interesting to see. Maybe you can add it that Friday before the, well, so after the. In there. I mean, but. I, I don't know. Nobody I re- not, you got to add a little bit of excitement to the first day. Nobody yeah, really yeah. cares about the celebrity game. No, nah, because they half of them can't play for real. At all. Like, you got a few people that actually be knowing how to hoop, but then the rest of them is just really trash and just out there because of their name. You got little kids playing in the celebrity game. Shout out Quavo. That man be hooping. He, he really is a hooper. Everybody else just really be out there not not really hooping, like really look like butt. So nobody really pays attention to that. Like, if you had a celebrity game where the people actually know how to hoop, and stuff like that, and it just stop trying to put celebrities in the game and actually get celebrities that can hoop, like, then it would be probably more fun to watch. But I think, like, you should add the one-on-one. The three-point contest was really good to watch. It was fun to watch. Um, Devin Booker and Buddy Hill went crazy. Um, a lot of them went crazy, honestly. I like seeing that more than the dunk contest because that's actually something that gets you turned up. It's like, oh, oh, he going, he made one, he made two. He made three. He pulled the 30-footer. Oh, go, 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 go. Like, that's... I mean, it gets you excited with the dunk contest. Like, you don't really get excited for the dunk contest. You get excited... Even when they pull off the dunk, you don't get excited. You get excited when you see the replay and, and then they slow it down and you see the little twist in his body or something like that. And you be like, oh, snap, that's fine. Like, when he do the dunk, you just like, uh, okay. You're not wrong. You're definitely not wrong. I I feel like they should add a round to the third... I mean, to the three-point contest, though. Because it felt, if it didn't feel right that only two people made it to the finals, like there were a lot of people that scored in the high twenty. Um, Pat like, Pat Cunningham from the the Bucks should have been in the finals. Right. You know. There are a lot of people that should have been in the finals. Like you go out there, drop 25, 26, and you still didn't make it. Like that, I don't know. They got to figure something out about mm-hmm. that. But I mean, nobody. Forty five. Huh? You mean forty five? What do you mean? The score, the scorecard. No, I'm talking about the um, like, add another round. Like do, probably like four, in the second round, and then. No, because then it get boring. Like the dunk contest got boring after a while. Like when I was watching it last night, everybody, oh, that's the best dunk contest I ever seen. I was, no, that, those dunks is not exciting to me. I like to see like 
the Zach Levine and Darren Gordon dunk contest, that one before, the Nate Robinson dunk contest. I like to see stuff like that. When big dudes dunk, I don't really get in. I don't really... I don't really think that's fine when dudes that's already big dunking. You barely will, getting off the ground and you not doing nothing like. I will say special. it was kind of predictable. We all knew that Dwight was gonna do something for Kobe. Yeah. Like, it wasn't really. There wasn't that element of surprise that I kind of expected. But I don't really care. I mean, like I never really cared about the dunk contest. I really just watched it because it was on. Nobody mm-hmm. cares about the dunk contest. Everybody tunes into All Star Weekend. For the three-point contest in the game, right? That's it, and and the skills challenge. Everybody else, everything else is just something to fill the void and give everybody else some little shine. That's probably not an all-star or some or somebody you don't really, you know, think of when you get their little name off the dunk contest. Like the dunk contest wasn't that fire, and like I just, uh, I just wanted. uh, But this is, I like, I like Dame performance more than I like the dunk contest. Even in live games, most most of the time you don't get excited for dunks unless somebody's getting dunked on. If somebody's on a fast break and they uh, uh, just. Dunk at home, nobody cares. No, about that. unless they throwing it off the glass, catching right. it, and doing like something like that. Like in game dunks is more exciting than a dunk contest because those things are spontaneous. You can't plan those things. Like when someone throws it off the glass and dunk it, or do a three sixty in the game, or throws it off the backboard, windmill it, or something like that. Like those are spontaneous things in the middle of action that they just going off instincts and doing it and you appreciate that stuff more now when you put it in a contest and they got to practice for it mm-hmm. and go out there and make sure that it's right you take a lot of the stuff out of it and it just be boring and basic and stuff like that like i'd rather see like lebron like lebron career is a dunk contest exactly. in itself like that's the whole reason brian never um did the dunk contest because he's a better in-game dunker than trying to come up with something and then that you already seen before right. like come on now like uh, every dunk that Aaron Gordon did that he was pulling the ball off of somebody's head or something like that it didn't give me any fl- it didn't excite me it looked the same thing as what he did when he lost to get Zach Levine they had the same they had the ball in the same position he did the same little takeoff type thing the only dunk I thought was five was when he did the little 360 dunk with the one hand and slammed it like that and was turned like, around and looked at. Yeah, like that. See, I thought that was basic until the uh, what's it called? The replay. the replay. All them dunks look basic until mm-hmm. you see the replay. When dude from the Bucks tapped the uh, backboard and now did that like, was also fine. That wasn't that, was fi- that wasn't fine too. You he seen? Jumped over, he, he jumped over Giannis too. I mean, but that was fine though. <laughs> Brandon marked it down that his favorite was the Cunningham. Um, Top of tap the backboard over Greek freak thing, and like, yeah. see, when you look at him in real life, it's like that dunk was not fine. It until was fine, the, until you know, until you've seen the replay. Like, half that's how I look at the dunk contest, none of that stuff is fine until, um, until you see the replay. And it's like, if I want to see a replay and actually get excited, I'll just rather go watch this game. I don't know, uh, Jill Green in the high school dunk contest a few years back, blew a candle up on top of the uh, backboard. That and was fine. At five. the time, you didn't. At, when he first did it, you didn't really see it. But they, when, it was the same thing. You had to slow it down, and then that's how Duncan is, though. Even in the game, you don't really, um, you don't really get to see how far it is until they show it back on the. Unless end. you see someone getting body. Right. <laughs> like that's the type of stuff I want to see. Like you that's why I want to see a one-on-one. That maybe if LeBron throw that thing off the backboard and dunk on Kawhi, like then that's gonna be fine. 
Mm-hmm. You know how high up you gotta be to blow out a candle on top of the backboard? Yeah, you gotta be super. Fun. I mean, but I mean, the, yeah, the dunk contest is just not it for me. Yeah, it just happened. It haven't. It haven't been since. It really hasn't it been, been, been since, since Nate stars. It hasn't been since all stars been in it since Nate Robinson LeBron. No all star. Since LeBron decided, nah, I'm good. I'm. I'm not gonna do it. You know, somebody else do it. Some. Some no name guy do it. That's when it started being like that. I mean, the last, star, that. Well, the last stars that was in it was Blake Griffin and Dwight Howard when they was in their prime. Exactly. Like, since then, it was not, it haven't been nobody relevant. Then LeBron nobody. was next up, and he was like, no, nah, I'm good. Somebody if else I'm LeBron, it. I wouldn't want to do that stuff either. Mm. Kobe like, no. did it. Kobe and did Mike. do it. And Mike. And all the other five people. Back when it was actually... Dominique did it. Back when it was five, nobody did all the dunks, and you can't see them now. Now, now... 20, 40 years into this now, these dunks are bland. These dunks are not <laughs> it no more. No, hey man, you see better dunks on 2K than you do in the dunk contest. I can literally hit XXX circle R2 and do a better jump dunk than anybody did in the dunk contest this yeah, last night. You yeah. can tell you don't play 2K. I don't do the I don't do yeah, the it's, dunk it's, contest. It's square, buddy. I don't, I, don't, I don't do the dunk contest. This shows you. I I do the three point contest on 2K. I do, but I the dunk, do dunk contest. Con- is it's hard. hard it's no hard. Reason. It's hard for no reason. You gotta play. You gotta hit so many you buttons. Out what's out what's uh, get this on here? But <laughs> it seems like it's real. No, bro, that's not it. Nah, but see, but the, hmm? disclaimer: all this uh, talk is coming from three guys that can't dunk. Just put that out there. <laughs> I'm saying I would look at the dunkers and be like, bro, that was not hard. I'm like, saying I feel like Candace Parker right now. She the I'm reason. Like, she the reason that Aaron Gordon got robbed. They look at you and be like, bro, can you dunk? If I if I'm him, I'm like, bro, Candace, come do it right now. Mm-hmm. I need to see you do something. If you can, you she can dunk though. You can, she can dunk, dunk. Exactly. She, if you can do a 360, no. I'll 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 let you have it. She can and do she it on the nerf on the nerf. Athletic, she definitely can boom in the game. I, I don't know, dude. She's also like 6'11". Facts. Kevin was talking about uh, big guy dunking earlier. That's what she dunked like. Right. Yeah. But it's like, okay. No count. I just... Like, if the dunk contest actually had, like... Like, if the dunk contest had, like, people like... Um, Gillix Alexander and Chris Paul dunking and stuff like that. John Morant. Zion. Z- Zion three attempted dunks in the Rise of Star Challenge that he missed would look better than any dunk that someone did in the dunk contest yesterday. I feel like... I feel like Jack gonna do it at some point. He got to. Probably next year. Probably probably next year he would do it. So, I give it to him. Hello, this is Jordan. You're listening to Not Another Sports Podcast. If you want to continue the conversation, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Not Another Sports Podcast and on Twitter at N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast. Thank you for your support and back to our show. Welcome back. Um, we've alluded to it a lot this episode, but now it's come that time for us to talk about the All-Star game. So, um, I think it was last year they started, um, they went away from the East and West team two, 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 years, two, years, ago. two years ago. And they um, basically have captains now. I'm not going to go through and list the entire roster, but as we talk about the, um, the game, uh, we'll talk about the roster as it comes to us. Um, 
They've also had some rule changes uh, this year. Man, I'm going to let Jordan explain it because they confused me. So, uh, uh, Joey. Yeah, it's, it's basically they're trying to make this the Kobe Bryant All-Star game um, for this year. I'm hoping it's just this year. Um, but I do like the move that they made to name it the Kobe Bryant MVP Award for the All-Star game. Shout out to the NBA for that. Yeah, that's I like that. That's a good step to make. He was tied for the most all-time in All-Star MVP, so... It's not like a stretch that you make that, that you name it that award because he, he definitely deserved it. Like he, probably he, gonna get he probably was gonna get that anyway. Right, he was the All Star MVP. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem with that at all. I, I want to see how this All Star game works before I jump to conclusions. Everybody's all, oh, this is different. I don't like it. I. Eh. Nobody really cares about the All-Star game anyway, so why not try to switch it up, see if you can find a way to improve it, get more eyes on it. So, basically, they're just going to... Every quarter is a different game, basically. So, at the the beginning of the first quarter, they start 0-0. They go for 12 minutes, and then whoever wins that quarter wins, and the the captain gives their money to charity, a Chicago-based charity. The next is the beginning of the second quarters, all zero zeros, same concept. Um, go 12 minutes, get the money to charity. At the end of the third quarter, after they do that, they add all of the scores together. And you take the score from the first three quarters, make it a one, like a regular game quarter, regular game score. And then they'll take the higher score from those two teams and then they'll add 24 to that higher score, and that'll be the goal for what both teams are trying to get at the end of the game in the fourth quarter. So in the fourth quarter, is an untimed game, and basically they're trying to score that magic point. Basically, it's a pickup game, and basically they're trying to go to 24. But, like, say if the score is 100 to 95, then... One team will have to only get 24 points while the other team will have to get 29 points. So it adds a little bit of flavor to it. So you are playing hard the whole game so you don't have to like to catch up forever in the last quarter. But um, I can see how this will still be one of those dunk contests, three-point shootout type all-star games where nobody really cares because when you look up, you still see 0-0. Zero, zero. So it's not like maybe maybe looking up and seeing 0-0 zero, zero will get them to play harder. Like you don't you don't feel out of it if you're down by 30 in the first quarter. You you can still think, oh, I can get them back next quarter. I don't know. Maybe that's what they're going for. I I like the change, but I don't want it to be a permanent thing. I want it to be like a let's see how this works out. See if this is it. Don't. Don't be so set in stone because this, it could be successful and it could fall back and not be successful at all. So um, I'm going to watch it with an open mind. I'm pretty excited to see what's going on. What about y'all? And then again, <clears throat> when they first started the uh, the draft concept, um, it was people that didn't like that idea. Right. I feel like... like the lottery? No, the, uh, the, the, the All-Star, All-Star game draft. drafts. Oh yeah, but then again, I do feel like that first one should have been televised. Like, right, it should. They didn't want the la- they didn't want the last person 
to know that they was picked last because they didn't want no controversy with the player feeling some type of way. But I mean, like this year, Russell Westbrook was one of the mo- was one of the people last to be picked, and it's like, come on now, anybody with a mind know Russell Westbrook is one of the best athletes in the game, top right. ten player in the game. Like I don't think Russell Westbrook is taking it personal because, like, at the end of the day, he know he better than half the people on that team anyway. Right. So it's like, I mean, I like the fact that they're keeping it. They televised it. I like the team draft type thing. I, it made it a little bit more interesting. Team Giannis for the second straight year don't know how to pick a team. Yeah, um, I don't know. He doesn't know how to draft a team. But I also realized that with the captain type thing, I noticed that the players that's the captain from the past three years, even going back to when Steph was the captain, they pick players that's similar to them. Or they pick players that had the same type of personalities as them. Like LeBron, if you look at his team, most of those players fit his style of play or fit like an aspect of LeBron game. And with Giannis' team, you can see that Giannis' team has the same. Giannis said he want people who going to play hard. Giannis want people like dogs on his team. And, and that's going to pass. And that's and that's going to pass. He said yeah. that about James Harden. He was like, I want someone that's going to pass the ball. I you can And he joked, but, you know, there's always the truth underneath a joke. Right. So, like, if you look at his team, he got Joel Embiid, Siakam, Ice Trey, Kimba, Bam. Brandon Eagle, Jimmy Butler, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Chris Middleton, and Kyle Lowry. He got a whole bunch of dogs on his team. Like every right. single Except one Kyle of them. Lowry. Kyle Lowry a dog. Kyle Lowry is a dog. Kyle Lowry, yeah. Kyle Lowry a dog. He's not the best he's not player. He's not the best but player, he, but he's he a dog. He dog. definitely when when it's time to get nitty-gritty on defense, he's gonna get up into you. Kyle like, Lowry's like, intensity definitely takes him where his skill doesn't. Yeah, he plays hard, like faithfully. I, I can never sit down and say Kyle Lowry doesn't play hard. Now, right. do he go out there and sometimes produce? No, but he his effort is there. But he he's one of those people that you know, effort. like when a coach says mess up at a hundred and ten percent, they're the, he's the first person they're thinking of. Yeah, it don't take skill to be uh to work hard. Get out of here. It, I mean, it, it he takes don't a, mess up, a, but he gonna mess up at a hundred. It takes a dog to actually go out there and actually perform well, and that's what he is, and that's what Giannis got. Unlike mm-hmm. and LeBron's team is more of like the con- finesse players, the players with. Pizzazz in their games, you know. AD, you got Kawhi, Luca, Harden, Devin Booker, replacement for Damian Lillard, but same thing. Um, CP3, the Joker, Ben Simmons, who's baby LeBron, and um, you got them. And who else they have? Sabonis. They got Sabonis. Sabonis is a is a rebounder, a skilled defensive player, more like. I think Tatum. I, I think Tatum is the the sneaky pick. That's the and, one and that Jason Tatum. Yes, yeah, yeah, that was one that yeah, that. I don't know, man. Yes. yes, somebody. Giannis gonna have to stop trying to pick favorites. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I like I like his 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 Approach. style playing, trying to turn it into like a world type game. But that's not gonna win, big guy. It's, like you got not. you had the opportunity to take Kawhi. You could have taken. him. Well, before Dame got hurt, you could have taken him. No, he could have taken. LeBron took Dame the first pick he had in the. Reserve. But he had the. But he had the first pick in the take, reserve. He had to take his boy. He didn't. Act. Come on now, you on the same team so, with your boy? So, so Bron gonna take. Bron gonna take Chris Middleton. No, if, exactly. if he was on the team with Chris Middleton, yes, he would. He took AD yeah. with his. First no, pick. but my question is, if if Bron me <clears throat> if Dame if Giannis takes um, Dame first. Is Brian gonna take uh, Chris Middleton? 
Probably maybe on down the line. Okay, so he could have taken him second, but I don't, I don't, I don't. Bro, you got to play the win. But see, bro. I don't know, cause like that's like if we like say not another sports podcast in the celebrity all star game when one of nah. us is captain. If I'm captain, I'm picking Brandon and Jordan first. One of them first. That's because those my dogs. See, I'm not but, gonna pick. I don't care. At that point, I don't care about the other dudes and picking my homies. See, I'm picking y'all because I know y'all can hoop. <laughs> well, Chris Middleton can hoop too. He there. <laughs> right, but he's not Dame. He's not Jason Tatum. He's not. CP3, but he's also he's on Ben Simmons. But he's also your boy on the 40, right. And you can pick him up second, third. He's not. He gonna be. You, you not think be you the don't? You don't pick. think Chris Middleton gonna feel away if he like, dang, bro. Dang. Okay, so then feel away. What Drake say? Feel away. Feel away. See, see, young. Feel away. Not yes. Team. Feel that way to the world, guys. Bro. Teammate ethics one on one. Pick your team. Pick your Run. team. Don't pick don't it. don't. Yes, don't do pick your like team, that. but pick your team correctly. Mm-hmm. Pick him at his right position. Pick him where he. But Giannis to made. Be I mean, but see, Giannis made a couple of mistakes because he went because LeBron went with AD. He couldn't have went with AD first. He could have went with Kawhi, but then LeBron would have. I mean, Giannis probably would have got AD at that point. But he got AD. See, that's he got AD one, and then Giannis went and picked Joel and B. And then see at that point you gotta go Kawhi. You gotta see that's what I'm saying. You should have went Kawhi instead of Joel and B. Cause he, ain't no way he's taking Joel and B second. He, no, he's not. He's probably either taking Luca or Harden. So I'm, so you can still get <clears throat> Kawhi, Joel, and probably either Kimba or Trey Young. Your team would be but Giannis, much better. Giannis end up getting both Ice Trey and Kimba at the same time. Yes, that's not gonna work. His, his starting lineup, I don't. He's too small. That's not gonna work. Too, I mean, they well, granted, blown away. well, granted, Kimba and Trey Young got the shot. So if they get hot, Kimba actually did do really, really good last year All Star game. So, like, if they get hot, then it, it might be over. I mean, Trey Young might even go get MVP if he get hot. But I would like to say this about the the rule changes and stuff. Like, um, I did agree with the the changing of the MVP award, the Kobe Bryant award. I said that that's the way they should honor him. Um, I did say they should name the teams Team Gian and Team Kobe, which they did. Well, they didn't. Team. Well, they, it's they, not changed, necessarily they didn't change named. the name. LeBron will be, um, they'll wear number, number two for Gianni, and um, Giannis will wear 24 for yeah. Kobe. Well, I know they didn't change the name per se, but when that when you see that, in essence, that's what that is. So I, I agree with that, and um, I agree with everything that they honor in Kobe. I just don't like when you change the game. I don't. I would say that for football. I would say that for baseball. I say that for basketball Ooh, and any other sport. Especially for baseball, and, yeah. we got an episode coming about that. I, I, yeah, because I hate that idea. I hate that idea. More just, to come just, later. Just foreshadowing. I okay. hate that idea. That is a terrible like, idea. That's like it's not. It's not completely terrible. It has its moments. It's terrible. If it's, the Dodgers been, we'll it, get there. <laughs> like okay, well we're gonna get there. But I don't like when when you change the game when you start. I like tinkering it. I like making, you know, the game more interesting and, and exciting to watch. But when you start messing with the tradition of the game, you take a lot of the 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 soul out of it. That's why the Pro Bowl is not the same because you changed the game. You started changing what they can and can't do and what they should and what things and stuff like that and made the Pro Bowl go from something that people actually look forward to after the season like people finna go out there we finna have the best football players out there they finna get to going they finna play a real football game and we finna have some real good football after the super bowl you know because we ain't gonna have football for a minute now you done made it soft now you done changed the game nobody even shows up to the pro bowl let alone watch it and then with baseball you know baseball have one that actually the better all-star games because they stuff means something it actually means mm, home it used home. to well it they changed anymore. it but like 
But at, it's I mean, still... I I understand them changing that though, because if a team wins a hundred games and another team wins seventy, but their team their their conference or their division won the All Star game, they get three home games. That's yeah. not fair. I mean, it's not fair, but I like I like those type of things more because I get it, it, it that it you're play, you're actually playing something. for something. So it makes but the if you're but if I'm in the All Star game and I have no chance of making the World Series, why would I care? I get I get, I get that. So you know that baseball one, I can kind of get the rule change. I'm just saying with it to be an All Star, to be a Pro Bowler, to be. Uh, all-star baseball all of that means something that means you are the top of the top you are the top of echelon of this the profession so therefore this game need to validate that it does it, yes it's a show is a show for the fans and stuff like that you don't got to go real serious like you would in a normal game but this game should be incentivized for you to go out there and actually validate why you are all-star because if this the case people who the dude that jimmy butler got into it with the paces we don't even know his name he could go out there in the all-star game and drop 40 the way they be playing you know what i'm saying anybody yeah. can look like an all-star okay. anybody okay. can go out into the pro bowl and and score some rinky dink rinky dinky touchdowns and look good if that's how, if you're gonna sissify the game you get what i'm saying right like if show me why you're all-star show me why you're a pro bowler make this make this title more valid by actually having the competitive game and actually having the best of the best people out there. Don't switch up the game. I don't like that. And with this new rules that they put in there, I hope it's only a, a trial period for this year. But, you know, I'm going to still watch the game and see how it goes. But I don't like the... I like that the, it's giving them some more incentive because every quarter you win is donating to the charity and stuff like that. But I feel like it should be that. But you shouldn't have to change the games or the score stuff. Keep the score of the game. You win every quarter, your team get that your team that you plan for the charity, you get that. If you win the game, your team gets incentives in your check. You get more money. You lose the game, you know, you still get some type of incentives. But it's the higher the the higher it is, the more for the winner. For the MVP, you win the MVP, you know, you get a car, you get some more extra cash along with the dub type thing. Like make them want to play the game and play it like it's supposed to be because it's really unfair for you to charge people as much money as you do for them to almost cuss for Mm -hmm. them to mess around Mm -hmm. because i wanted to go to chicago this year to be a part of the all-star game me and my wife was actually planning on doing that but it was five thousand dollars for one ticket Mm -hmm. now and i sat there and told my wife i was like that man said it twice why would i why would i shout out to her why would i (laughs) why would we pay five thousand dollars each ten thousand dollars total just for the game not alone the plane ticket not alone the hotel fees not alone the, the things we want to do ten thousand dollars ten thousand dollars for us to go see people that's not gonna get they all ten thousand dollars for people that's not finna actually give us a quality basketball game they finna just go out there and hoop around i can go on the court and hoop around like no she said all right we're gonna change that and go actually to la next year and go see the state go to the staples center and then watch the Lakers play and watch a real basketball game that's actually cost less and actually gives us more value for our dollar. You know, it makes sense. But like that's what I'm saying. You charging people, you try same thing with the Pro Bowl, same thing with the MLB All-Star, same thing with the NHL uh, NHL All-Star. You charging people uh arm and a leg for people to go out there and not even showcase their true talent. Mm. They're not even validating why they're all-star, why we paying this much money. They just out there because they like, I got this title and that's my name. No, go out there and play. So with the rule changes, I I mean we'll see where it goes. I don't like it. I like the fact that they changed the numbers to two and twenty and twenty four. 
I like that. I like the fact that it's going towards charities and stuff like that. I like I like the gesture that, you know, you got to play the 24 because that's the money quarter. That's the Kobe quarter, how they play. You know, I like that idea, but I don't I know like the it. concept of it being untimed. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's cool. But if they don't play no defense, it's going to be a five-minute fourth quarter and nobody cares. So, like, like, actually show us something. Like, p- be competitive. Like, don't go out there talking about, oh, I'm afraid to get hurt. Man, then don't show up. Like, dang, sometimes I wish I was alive for the 70s, 80s, 90s era where people actually appreciated going out there, not getting paid as much as money as they are now, but actually going out there balling hard because that's what they love to do and that's what they was here for. If I, I watched some of these old All-Star games with Michael Jordan and stuff back in the day, and they was going at it. They was hooping. Some of the All-Star games that we had growing up when Wade and LeBron and Kobe and Melo was young and they prime. Those all-star, Dirk Nowinski, Tim Duncan on the team and stuff like that. Though those games were interesting to watch. Allen Iverson, Jay Kidd, Vince Carter. Those games was interesting. Now this game just, just, just for people with names that half of them on sorry teams anyway. Mm-hmm. So I was like, boy, you lucky to even be validated as an all-star. You're not even playing Fair. hard, you know. And those shots to Trey Young, he's a real good dude. He's, like, from interviews I've seen and watched him, and I done seen him hit a game winner last year against Milwaukee and stuff like that. But, dude, your team went, got, like, eight wins. You better go out there and validate why you all-star. Don't be going out there playing around. Right. Like, that's the type of stuff I'm seeing. So who do y'all think will get the first ever Kobe Bryant MVP award? LeBron. Um, I'm going to go with AD. I feel like he's back in his hometown in Chicago. We saw what he did in New Orleans when it was there. So I feel like it's going to be the same thing. I feel like it's going to be LeBron because LeBron is the Laker now. LeBron got so much stuff going on. This is, His team is significantly better than Giannis. And I think like LeBron's just going to go out there and really, really just ball out. Like, honestly, I think it's between if LeBron win, if his team win, I think it's going to be between LeBron and Jason Tatum, honestly, I think Jason Tatum gonna go out there and really and really ball out. And if it's and if Giannis team win, I think it's gonna be between um, Trey, Trey and um, Bam. I think, uh, I think. See, I said Bam could win it because you know because I think no, Bam looked at me funny. I think Bam gonna go out there and actually like play play and be really underrated. Like, go out there and just, like, silently go out there and ball in. I can see him finishing the game with 20-some points. Um, I'm going to go with Luka. He been mm, all year. Why would you stop in the All-Star game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely didn't work in the Rising Star Challenge. Hey, man. Yeah, he had he a pulled team. up from half-court. He didn't have a team around him. <laughs> he got Team LeBron now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he pulled up he, from half-court. I won't be surprised if Luka. I won't be surprised if Luka finished the game with a triple-double. Because due to the simple fact that the people on his team, Luca is a is a great passer, exactly. so he might finish. Yeah, you know they'd be kiddying around for like the first three quarters, so he easily by halftime could probably have by 18 points. And him just sitting there tossing the ball to AD, to LeBron, to Jason Tatum, to Devin Booker, doom, 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 doing all simple stuff like that. He can easily finish the game with 20, 11, and eight. <laughs> See, going into this, my surprise picks were was going to be um, Devin Booker because he didn't have the inspiration. Well, he has the extra inspiration since he wasn't voted in. He had to be a replacement. Right. So I'm going to stick with that being my um, backup. 
but I can see Luca winning it. I, y'all have talked me into it. He's he's his game is tailored for an All Star game, so that could that could be something. LeBron also only has what two All Star game MVPs, something like that. Yeah. I think he's trying to get a rack them all up. I think he yeah, probably. Trying, I think he's trying he to get that resume up. Yeah, trying to get that resume up. Yeah, check yourself. Check you, that resume Check yourself up. now. The resume is already solidified. Uh huh. Rings. Right. And finally, we're gonna talk about uh, the second half of the NBA season. Um, me personally. I'm a Lakers fan, so I just think that uh, LeBron needs to turn on playoff LeBron a little bit earlier this year. Yes. I mean. <laughs> yes. LeBron has definitely been playing harder in the regular season than he has ever been in, like, since he left Miami. <laughs> I'm going to have to keep it up because, uh, as you see, he played a lot of useless minutes in the fourth quarter. Well, I think as far as we're probably going to have the number one seed, the Clippers. Uh, last time I checked, they were the number three seed. They're the four seed. Because they do that low management every other game and then lose a game and fall back. Care. Exactly. By the time, I, mean, you, I feel like, basically, by the time the um, playoffs come around, they're going to have to be in a rhythm. That's really what they're trying to get up to. So. But how y'all feel about the second half of the season? Um, it's going to play out the exact same way the first half played out. Um, the Lakers and the Clippers gonna be the one and two seed at the end of the day. Nobody's gonna care that they low managed. Nobody's gonna care that Kawhi missed all these games. Nobody's gonna care that Paul George was hurt. Nobody's gonna care that uh, Patrick Beverly was out. Until they do. Right. Until they do. If until they might have to. That boy Paul George is never available to come play t- playoff time, and if he is, he's a shell of himself because he's no, always I injured. Like LeBron didn't throw, um, give him the business when he was in Miami. Right. We got faithful. We'll faithful. see how that ends up. But saying, I mean, bro. all I'm saying is I I still have faith in the Clippers. The only thing that can stop them at this point is Paul George getting hurt in the playoffs. So like. I heard, I heard Shannon. I think it was Shannon Sharp or Skip. One of them said, and Max Kellerman said, Kawhi is enough to take the Lakers on by himself. Stop it! Um, Stop it! I mean, I will say, Anthony Davis is still the most important player in this series. Like, if he doesn't show up, I feel like they can win without Paul George. But if if Anthony Davis doesn't show up then I mean if Anthony Davis shows up I don't even know if Paul George makes that difference like this just being honest but I still don't have watching this season I still don't have the same faith that everybody else does in Anthony Davis because they call him soft do you believe AD soft a little bit and that's I I think that's probably that's the key thing with AD I think they feel he's soft like coming out of college I thought Anthony Davis was gonna be that guy like he was gonna take over the league but he doesn't have that mentality like even with like even with the LeBron like even with LeBron he even with LeBron he like he still um like he doesn't have that killer mindset but he still can take over a game whenever he wants to I don't see Anthony Davis taking over the games yeah. enough for me. Like I, I feel like it's gonna be that Kevin Love syndrome. He gonna do just enough to be to say he wasn't terrible. He's gonna have the numbers, but he's not gonna have that impact. And until I see that from Anthony Davis, I'm gonna keep 
holding on to the Clippers. But again, like if Anthony Davis shows up, there's no matchup for him for the Clippers. They have they have a little size, but they don't have Anthony Davis size. And the guys who have Anthony Davis size don't oh, have Anthony Lakers. Davis. Speed. <laughs> right. I'm about to say they're on the Lakers. The right. people, the, they oh, got man. Dwight Howard, JaVel McGee coming out. You don't want to see Dwight Howard in there. Like, come because like, even though, you know, Dwight Howard, not Orlando Magic, Dwight Howard, but Dwight Howard Dwight still, Howard. Dwight Howard still that dude. See, yeah. I said this to you the other, like, I think it was last week. But if they was playing, if I was playing the Lakers on 2K, Oh, you yeah. would have it. They would. They would definitely be my pick for the champions. But they don't play like how you should on 2K. They play like somebody playing 2K. They trying to put up shots, and that's that's not the winning formula, especially when you have the size. Like like when I used to play my oldest brother in basketball, he was like, "Why are you like? I'm tired. I'm 10, 14 years older than you. Why are you trying to shoot the whole game?" You should be attacking the rim, trying to get easy buckets while I'm tired. But, I, I mean, I didn't get it at the time, but it's basically the same exact thing the Lakers are doing. They have the size advantage. They have the skilled, they have skilled big men to expose that advantage, but they refuse to take advantage of it. And until I see that, I'm not picking them. But I've, <clears throat> I'm not one of those people that saying that the Clippers are just guaranteed to win the championship and that they shouldn't even play the playoffs. Isn't it's definitely not that year anymore. They're not, they not one of those teams anyway. Right. You would never mention them as one of the greatest teams of all time. They're right. not even on the seven three and nine Warriors team right now. They're not even on the Milwaukee Bucks like team all time right the now. The Bucks have a statistically statistically the Bucks have a better season than that seventy three and nine Warriors team. Yeah, but I they're not, they're they're not, not gonna, gonna they're not gonna break that record. No. But yeah, I mean like I I I say all together they're a better team, but Anthony Davis is definitely that X factor. Yeah. So yeah. Um I think we're in a in a in for a very good second half, last thirty games of the NBA season because everybody's gonna pick up even like the lower level teams is going to pick up fighting for that playoff spot. So I think we're in, we're in for some good quality basketball in the regular season, and then we're we're going to start seeing the seedings and where everybody plays and determining these matchups and stuff like that. Um, I don't feel like is there any clear cut team in either conference that you could say going straight to the finals because there's so much parity now in the league and how much things have changed. In the West, I'm going to definitely go with the Lakers because I feel like they have the best team overall in the league and they have the two best players in the game right now. All right, they have the two best players in the game and they have um, just experience. They have the size. They have the length. Only thing that might ha- hamper them in the playoffs is shooting. But I feel like if you get that right lineup, which they have been showing in um in recent games that they lineups is going to end with LeBron, Caruso, KCP, Anthony Davis, and I believe ja- JaVel McGee or Dwight Howard on the court. Either one, either one, they're going to fill that void in. But I feel like that's a good lineup for them to end the game with because Caruso and KCP can both play defense. Alex Caruso is looked at as small, but if you like pay attention to him, he's not very small. He got some size on him. Um, he, they both can uh, shoot the three. Anthony Davis can shoot the three. LeBron can shoot the three. Then they center doesn't have to. They can just protect the paint guard get rebounds get block shots like they have the size 
And then, like, at the end, at any given moment, they could just stick Kuzma in there and say, go get buckets. Amen. So, like, they got the team. That's um, the plan, bro. That's the plan, but they just got to make it work. Kuzma is too inconsistent. Yeah, he's very inconsistent. Now, if he can find his consistency on this range, he's he's actually playing for to be on his team in the future, pretty much. He, he's playing for his spot. Like, he, he, he played his way out of being traded twice, but if he don't do it this at this time and going into the playoffs when they really need him he will be gone next year and they will find someone else to play that void play that role um the clippers like i said the clippers is the only way is the only team i see stopping the lakers from going to the finals but like i said earlier if the clippers find their way into a matchup that they don't want to be in i'm not so convinced that they can get through unless you know they show me otherwise because i don't believe paul george can fully stay healthy and I haven't seen Kawhi and Paul George play together significantly, um, significant time together throughout this season. And when you win a two-week matchup with someone that's a really good caliber team via the Rockets, Clip, um, Nuggets, or Utah, and you got a good coach that's um, game planning, game planning for them, I feel like you can come up with something that can actually get you some steals. We done seen it happen before. Good teams get upset by teams that we didn't expect. Now, some of these, the teams that I'm saying, nobody will be surprised if they see these teams in the finals. I don't think nobody will be truly surprised if they see the Nuggets, Rockets, or um, Jazz, I won't say the NBA finals, but the Western Conference finals due to the simple fact that if you look at the teams and you look at the players, you look at their coaching, and then you look at them, and you look at their team, like, do a deep analysis, you'd be like, well, they do look like a Western Conference Finals team. Jordan would be surprised. You would be surprised because you're just dismissing them. But at the beginning of the year, you did say the Rockets, do they have the team to make the finals? Yes. But will they? You doubt it because of the past history. Right. So the Rockets is already one team that you can see been in the finals. Utah and Utah and the Nuggets is definitely one of those teams that can look like Portland last see, year. I don't see Utah making it big out. I don't see Utah. I'm just saying. I'm just You're saying. Talking about the, if we're talking about the Western Conference Finals, I don't see Denver or Utah being in there. I, I can see Houston making it. But no. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Who? Uh, Denver. Yes. Until so. Dame bounced them. Dame time. It's only a certain it's only certain it's only certain players that can do certain things. And Dame is one of those dudes that you give him the rock, anything is possible in the in the words of KG. I didn't think they were that good last year. Who, the Nuggets? Yeah, they played the Spurs. Who weren't that good? I'm just saying. I'm more... I got my eye on these teams more than the next man. Example, Jordan. <laughs> but um, at the end of the day, do I think it's going to be L.A. and, and L.A. In the, final, in the Western Conference Finals? Yes. But I'm still alert and aware of the other teams that are out in this playoffs. In the East, that man said, I feel... We got to sell it up. Not even sell it. Like you just like watch. I just been watching the league and I just been seeing these teams and I know that I know that these. It's not like I'm sitting here saying Dallas can beat the Lakers and Clippers. I'm not saying that or Memphis can. It's 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 three solid teams in the West. That it's 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 five solid teams in the West that you can look at and be like, if they play to their full potential, they can go to the finals. And those teams are it. I I just have that kind of faith in them because I. I respect James Harden and Russell Westbrook, especially Russell Westbrook. I respect Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, and I respect Mike Conley, been there, done that, who already got his team that wasn't supposed to be to the Western Conference Finals to the Western Conference Finals before when he was in Memphis. So I feel I, I and then Denver learning, keep constantly growing. They could have fell off the face of the earth this year from what happened last year. 
They was the number one, number two seed last year, got bounced. They could have fell off completely, you know what I'm saying? But now they back doing the same thing, just progressively getting better. Jokic is not playing at the same level that he was last year, which is the MVP level, but he's an all-star. He's still playing at a significantly high level, and his teammates is, is growing. So I won't put it past them. In the East, I'm going to have to go. My heart is telling me. I'm not even. My heart is telling me the Heat. But my mind is not even telling me the Bucks. It's honestly saying the Sixers. No matter you know, no matter what's going on with them right now, I feel like they can get it right. And due and due to the fact that I know what they're capable of, I feel like this Eastern Conference Finals is gonna come down to not the Bucks. I don't. I feel like the Bucks will get shut down in the playoffs. It's either gonna be between Heat, Sixers, and Celtics. The Celtics just got something about them right now. They got that swagger. They're not dealing with all that extra stuff no more. Jason Tatum is flourishing. Jalen Brown should have been an all-star this year. Flourishing. Kemba Walker is showing that he's still that dude. And what he was doing in Charlotte wasn't just him being a good player on a sorry team. He's actually an all-star. He's actually a legitimate dude. And anybody who watched him in the UConn in that 11-game run he had knows that Kemba Walker is that dude. Okay. So... I don't feel, and the only thing that would hurt the Celtics against the Bucks is they lack of size. Right. The only thing that would hurt the Sixers against the Bucks is they lack of shooting. Right. Only and thing that would hurt the Heat can't is it play anywhere but Philadelphia. That but too. You can't win in the NBA if you can only win at home. That too. So that might hurt them. And then the only thing that can hurt the Heat against the Bucks is their lack of experience. So it's like every team, and then the only thing that can hurt the Bucks is the fact that Giannis can get shut down in the playoffs when you game plan for him. Because yes, he he moved up from four threes, four attempted threes a see um a game last year to six. But that doesn't mean he going out there knocking them down like Steph. He not coming up the court, crumb across his legs, pulling back, shooting threes. No, he's still waiting to see if someone gonna guard him. No one guard him. All right, then I'm gonna pull it. Like that's all he's doing. But I don't feel like those two, three threes he making the game is going to make a significant difference in the playoffs. So I'm gonna have to give it to. I'm gonna have to lean towards Boston to make it out the East right now. If I have to like really pick a team right now, due to the fact that I don't feel like the Heat experience, and I feel like we still missing one more piece. If we go out there next year and get a Bradley Bill or something like that, lights up, bet all bets off. We go into the finals. If we get a Bradley Bill or a Giannis type thing like that, we're going to the finals. But right now, I feel like we making it to the Eastern Conference Finals are a hard seven-game second round. is is really good for us because no one expected us to even be in this conversation right now except Jordan and me because we are fans and Jordan more than me. So, And if you look at how we played the Lakers and Clippers this year, it's nothing that's scaring me. We blew out the Bucks a couple of times this year. So... I'm going to have to lean towards Boston making it out the East, and I'm going to have to go with the Lakers. I think we're doing it for Kobe this year. I think we're going to have a Celtics-Lakers finals right now. Um, Interesting. I think you keep bringing up Philly, bro. Philly has Amari Cooper on home road split, bro. <laughs> they, they cannot play away from um, Philadelphia. I'm just looking at the talent. Like, when you see Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, on the same team. I'm just saying. They can definitely work together. He's overrated to me now because he can't shoot. He ain't going to be in the league that long if he don't know how to shoot. Whoa, bro. no, do you not? He's definitely in contention for defensive player of the year. He's actually mm. became the best player on the Sixers. Mm. That's in that, um, what you call it, the system. 
if you go anywhere and that else, system and that system Ben Simmons can still lock up anybody mm-hmm. he, Ben Simmons don't need a system to lock up anybody he's 662230 he 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 put Kawhi on clamps in that whole series last year. If you really put it on notice, Kawhi just came up big because why he got the jump shot. Now, if Ben Simmons had the jump shot, the Sixers would be in the finals last year and not the Raptors. And that's he the biggest problem. If Ben Simmons had a jump shot, how long have we been saying He's this? working this on it, though. He made, he made eight straight threes in warm-ups. Oh, <laughs> He's practicing it. He's pulling it out in the, in the playoffs. He's coming out strapping. Remember when they was talking about Lonzo? Lonzo actually and better this year at the I'm three. I'm just saying. Though. They were saying his whole new shot. He had a whole new shot, this and that. Then he just stopped shooting. Yeah, anyway, um, Ben Simmons and I don't think um, Ben Simmons and uh, Joel Embiid going to be able to coexist, coexist together. Uh, Without Ben Simmons' jump shot? Exactly. Ben, I think Jordan said it uh, earlier in the episode. He said um, they want to be each other. Yeah. Ben Simmons wants to be Joel Embiid, and Joel Embiid want to be Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons um, want to uh, play down in the post, and Joel Embiid want to shoot out there on the perimeter. Like, I don't, I don't get it. But hey. that's coaching more than them. I feel like Brett Brown is more the reason for the Sixers' failures than it is them, honestly. Amen. You get the right coach in there to actually push Joel Embiid to do the right thing and push Ben Simmons to be the best of himself. You might see a different result, but until you get a coach, until you get a coach like that, they're gonna continue to be what they are because Brett Brown don't get the best out of his team. Brett Brown don't even barely know how to put them in positions to win, and I noticed that just in playoff series for the past couple of years, he just don't put them in position to win. And he obviously can't motivate. He can't motivate for if nothing. You can't, um, if you can't get your team to play away from, it's easy to play at home. Go for it. And Stephen A. said he heard from executives around the league that. Brett Brown is a descendant from um, Greg Popovich in the Spurs. He he's trying to bring the Spurs mentality and way to Philadelphia when you can't when you realize that this is a new age. These are different players. These are different personalities. Joel Embiid, physique and talent might resemble a Tim Duncan, but he's not Tim Duncan right. when it comes to leading and being a player and all of that type of stuff. He's not Tim Duncan. So you can't expect him to do what Tim Duncan did. Exactly. Ben Simmons is not Tony Parker. So you can't expect him to do what Tony Parker did. And he's definitely not Manu. So he can't do what Manu did. Yeah, you got to adapt sure. to who your players are and bring out the best of them <clears throat> by them being themselves and not trying to make them be who Tim Duncan was. A lot, You know, Tim Duncan ain't even the reason Jordan B picked up a basketball. He ain't say he picked, he picked up the basketball in 2010 when they played the, when Kobe played the Celtics in the finals. He said that's the reason he wanted to play ball. It wasn't because of no Tim Duncan or nothing like that. So don't try to make him Ben be something he's not. Ben Simmons grew up on LeBron and continuously praised LeBron. He's not no Tony Parker. He's not that type of dude. Play him like he's LeBron. Yeah, I can see that. And you and if and even without the three point shot, if you can run the system, the pick and roll system with Josh, uh, Jason, um, Josh Richardson, Joel Embiid, and Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons don't need to shoot the three. You can definitely play him like LeBron. You, um, they're going to have to get some more shooters around him. They do. Yeah. I don't know that Al Horford stuff was stupid. They, I, basically, they, uh, Jimmy Butler left, so they had to get somebody. <laughs> they had to get somebody, and Jimmy Butler still probably got mind control over the whole state of Philadelphia. He still got mind control over the whole state of Minnesota. <laughs> like, like, Jimmy Butler got a hold on all of them. They can't let him go. No cap. 
but I do think it's gonna fall. It's gonna it's gonna come to that, and I don't know. I have hope that he can make it out, but the experience is gonna kill us. I just I think it's just something about Kimba and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown that they got something coming. They got something coming. Nah, no. This has been another great episode. Uh, make sure this is one of your hosts, Brandon. Make sure you follow me on all social media at Rob was there. And this is Kevin. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Shine Capo and also Vice City Capo. And I am trying diligently to get this album released on the twentieth. Yep, and this is Jordan. You can follow me on Twitter at this underscore guy eleven, and on Instagram at underscore this guy eleven. Um, you can also follow the sports um, podcast uh, pages on Instagram and Facebook at Not Another Sports Podcast, and on Twitter at n underscore a underscore s underscore podcast. Go Gators! Roll Tide. Roll tide.